0: This is the Femme Perfect Podcast, episode 23, and you're listening to Carly Samudre, your host for the Femme Perfect Podcast and this new Body Love Project, a mini series that we're doing the whole month of May. This is our fourth episode in the series, and so far, I'm hoping that you and I have learned one how to define the relationship with our bodies with Nina Manolson. Ladies, I asked you to DTR, find out where you are in your relationship with your body. Second, we talked about the research between health at every size, learning that there is just conflicting messages in our culture about losing weight and what that actually means in regards to our health. We looked at how to be healthy no matter what body size you have and the practices that we adopt in order to have a healthy body, how to do these loving acts. Jesse, Hardy said in our most recent episode, I had mentioned that we were going to start talking about body positive families next, and I really am excited to do that, but the, our guest got sick. She's not feeling well, so we're going to have that at another time, so I just want to invite you back to that. Keep on listening. This whole month of May is going to be dedicated to helping women Learn how to love their bodies again, how to respect their bodies, to not shame their bodies. Still working on that. So, this whole podcast is about helping women get past shame. The problem is, though, most people don't know they struggle with shame. I want to help you figure out if you do struggle with body shame. And here's the thing diet culture has changed since our parents' day and age, but If you have any motivation, any thoughts or desires, or buy into the message that a changed body equals a better life, you're still navigating diet culture. I'm going to give you five ways to know if you're in diet culture still, and part of this is going to be through one of Jesse Haggerty's blog posts. It's called Navigating Diet Culture and Practicing Body Love in real life. So I'm going to link that to the show notes and um, just direct you to read more about that. But I'm going to tell you how diet culture shows up for me, and then I'm going to give you two ways to start applying this in your life right now. So are you ready? We are going to dive in together. So how to figure out if you are experiencing body shame. I.e. if you're still navigating diet culture. Number one, your motivation to eat healthy, to exercise, to move your body is out of fear or anxiety. If your motivation is out of fear or anxiety, you might be feeling body shame. So what does this look like in real life? A motivation out of fear or anxiety or shame doesn't really show up externally. It's an internal thing. But I guarantee you'll realize if you pay attention, whether you're doing something, whether that be eating a certain food, not eating a certain food, doing a certain exercise, not doing a certain exercise, you'll be able to tell if you're doing that out of I'm feeling really guilty and I'm compensating for that guilt versus this makes my body feel good. This is what I think I need right now. Um, You'll be able to realize, and this is a little different than, wow, I haven't uh, exercised in a while and I know that... Moving my body makes me feel really good. I feel pent-up energy. I know that it would be helpful for me to get this out right now. That's different. You'll be able to recognize if you are having a motivation out of fear or anxiety versus this helps me feel really good. Number two. You comment about weight or notice weight often. Jesse Haggerty talks about this in three points in that post that I'll link, but it's commenting about your own weight, basically shaming yourself about your personal weight or praising yourself for your personal weight. Like, wow, look at how much weight I lost, something like that. Commenting on the weight of another person, either shaming someone for their weight or praising someone for their weight. Or if you have silent comments in the form of judgments, which I typically do and I'm working against, judging the food or exercise choices of others or yourself, also including judging those who are on a diet, that might mean commenting on your own weight, the weight of someone else, or making silent comments in the form of judgments, you might be acting in a place of body shame. You're still navigating diet culture number three this one kind of falls in line with the first one about noticing your motivations but number three is you feel like you want to compensate jesse harudi in her post talks about two bullet points like skipping meals to save up or make up for another meal or a snack by exercising to quote-unquote pay for the food you eat like i'm exercising in order to allow me to eat ice cream tonight because i just burned off those those calories or negotiating food choices. Like I was bad at lunch, so I had to be good at dinner. This, if you feel like you need to compensate or you're feeling guilty about not doing that exercise and you want to do that exercise because of guilt, shame, or anxiety or fear, not out of pleasure. Like we said, number one, you might be in diet culture. Still, you still might feel body shame. Number four, you feel like you're small or want to hide, hide your body, hide how you eat, hide what you eat, hide why you eat, hide what you do with your body. If you are participating in any kind of self harm behaviors, if you are restricting your food intake, if you're purging, if you feel like you want to hide anything, you might. Be experiencing body shame you might still be in diet culture so that is number four and number five if you finally do find someone to open up with and you are open with your struggles with your complicated relationship with food or your complicated relationship with your body and you experience what's called a vulnerability hangover you know that feeling that like oh crap i said way too much i should not have done that that is part of body shame. And that's also a normal part of body shame. (laughs) When we are open, when we're vulnerable, we might experience a vulnerability hangover. It comes in waves. I know for me, I experience a physical wave of shame. It gets into my body. In, makes my face hot my shoulders tense when my cheeks and my neck really feels like it's burning that's when I know I I have just experienced shame or vulnerability hangover if I have been vulnerable. So that is number five. If you are experiencing um, body shame, you probably experience vulnerability hangovers. And that's an actual good sign that like I am making steps and it's hard and it still hurts. And once we're more open, it's going to be easier, especially when we feel more safe with people and we find safe people that's going to be easier. But these five ways to figure out if you're in body shame is going to help you know what to do next. So I want to encourage you, if this makes sense to you and you're experiencing food panic or body dysmorphia or a disorder relationship with food that moves into more than body management, but it's getting into body hate, I just want to make you aware that this is a thing. If you're sitting and saying, oh my gosh, I think a friend or a family member might have this. I think my spouse might have this. I think that someone I love might be struggling. I want to encourage you. There are a couple of things that you can do. Um, So I'm going to give you two steps to apply. One is going to be for someone who's fighting this and one's going to be for someone who is trying to help a friend with this. And my two ways to apply This, how to beat out body shame now that we know what it looks like when you're in it, is one, notice your motivation and fight it with a little cognitive reframing and action. I'm going to break that down, but first I'm going to tell you number two. Number two is help someone else fight shame and stigma by extending them connection. I'm going to break that down too. So are you ready? Let's start to apply. So number one, you now know you're either in body shame or, you know, someone else is in body shame and in diet culture. We are going to go back to number one that I said of how do you know if you're in body shame, if your motivation for dieting or exercise is out of fear or anxiety and not out of pleasure or not out of a nourishing practice. If that is the case, I want you to start to notice that motivation. Is it anxiety that you feel that makes you want to exercise, that makes you want to eat or not eat something? So then we come to this cognitive reframe part. What is a cognitive reframe? What's a reframing technique? What I don't mean is putting a silver lining on something. What I don't mean is only ignoring negative things and only looking at the positive things. No, what I mean is we are actively changing a lie into a truth what i want you to do is practice is this motivation to do something out of fear shame guilt or anxiety and if it is can i challenge that with a new truth if i do not run do not yoga do not lift weights do not whatever i'm still going to be attractive i'm still worth loving. I still have good relationships. I don't need to do this to fulfill something in me. I'm still okay. If I eat this whole bag of, or if I eat this whole bowl of, I won't be a bad person. I won't be disgusting or or ugly or unattractive. I am a good person. If I eat this, it doesn't equal my self-worth. It doesn't equal my success or failure. It's just food. It's just exercise. That being said, do I want to eat this whole bag of something? Do I want to eat this whole bowl? Does that? Is it an act of self-care towards my body? Am I actually hungry or am I trying to fill a need for comfort? If I eat something out of comfort, y'all, that's okay. I'm going to give myself the permission to find some pleasure in some food and for a moment because it's pleasurable and do something different next time. I'm not going to beat myself up over eating chocolate because I feel sad because food is supposed to be pleasurable. You can find delight in food. Now, am I going to eat the entire box? We already decided that I wouldn't be a terrible person. I'm going to challenge that motivation, challenge that fear, And then I'm going to act and decide, is this really a place of self-care for my body? Do I really want to do that right now? And then I'm going to make the decision. And again, keep on challenging that. Keep on telling yourself the truth. My weight, the number on the scale, the size of my body does not equal my self-worth. I am okay. Keep on doing that. Affirmation, whatever works for you. That's what I mean by telling yourself the truth, by practicing that cognitive reframing. Now, on to number two. You're going to extend them connection. Someone comes to you and tells you they're experiencing body shame, that they hate their body, that they are, maybe they have an eating disorder and they know it and they're trying to tell you. This is the first person they've ever told. Maybe. They're looking for some help and looking for connection in that. So what you can do if someone comes to you and says that they are really experiencing body hate, body shame, or a disorder relationship with food, and you don't know what to say, this is what you get to say. You're saying, thank you for letting me know. Even if you don't experience what they experience, you can give them a safe space to hold that there. You get to say, thank you for telling me how, who else have you told what you're doing? There is fighting stigma. Who else have you told basically says, I love that you're telling me I'm accepting you. And I'm also inviting you that you don't have to keep this hidden in the shadows anymore. If someone says, Oh my gosh, no one. I've not told anyone this before. You're the first person. What you can say then is great. Let's think of someone else you'd like to bring into this. Who else would you like to bring in your, in the fold? Who else is safe that you'd like to bring to support you? Let's get a group because I may not have struggled with what you struggle with, but man, I have my own stuff and I know how good it feels to know I'm not the only one. Connection heals. That's the biggest part of shame resilience. And if you don't have the answers listener for this person who's coming free to you to tell you about their struggles, what you can do to continue extending connection is if it maybe they don't want to bring someone else in the fold right away, you can say I don't have all the answers, but I'm so glad you told me and I'd love to walk with you to find someone else who does have the answer here. I don't know how to treat an eating disorder, but this girl's a counselor and she does. This girl's a nutritionist and she does. You're not saying, okay, let's fix this problem right now to get you over this hump. What you are saying is, great, let's get together with other women and talk about how to love you well. Not, yes, you need to be fixed, but the main thing for this application is, one, noticing the motivation and fighting that fear is shame with a little cognitive reframing and some action, and two, helping someone else fight shame and stigma by extending connection. Who else have you told? That's great. Let's think of someone else You'd, you'd like to bring in the fold. And no, I don't have all the answers, but I'd like to walk with you to find someone who does. You're saying, you're not alone here. No matter if I've experienced this or not, no matter if this scares me or not, you're not alone and I love you and we're in this together. I'm not coming from a place of power to fix you. I'm coming right beside you to hold your hand, to hear your struggles, to offer a shoulder to cry on. I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. We're in this together. Connection heals. That's what I want us to walk away with today. And that's how we know how to fight body shame, ladies. So go back, figure out, take some inventory. Where do you stand? Where does a friend stand? Are you currently in body shame? Are you currently navigating diet culture? And if you are... Do you know who to go to that is safe to go to, to ask and get some help? Do you know who you want on your team to bring in the fold? If you don't know, I encourage you, reach out to someone who does. Again, go to Facebook and join my Femme Perfect community by searching in the kind of the search bar area, Femme Perfect community, and you can join and join us. I want to start talking about this stuff together. Go ahead and hit subscribe at femperfect.com to to subscribe to my newsletter to get these tools and resources delivered to your inbox every other Friday for our Fem Perfect Friday bi-weekly Sheen Resilience Toolbox. Go ahead and sign up for those emails and share this episode. I want to get the word out about body shame. I want to get the word out about diet culture. And I want to start challenging the new ways our culture is saying thin equals better. Do this lifestyle diet. I want, to cha- I want to challenge that. That's not cool. It's not okay with me. You and I can make a change in our future. You can make a change for yourself. You can make a change for your family. You got this. All right, ladies, let me know what you think. Share this if it's helpful. And I'm going to peace out and look forward to our next interview for the Ben Perfect Body Love Project. Keep on getting past shame together, ladies. You rock. Have a great day.